This podcast is a production of Phoenix Media. Explore more episodes of this show and other great shows on the Phoenix Media Podcast Network by visiting phoenixmedia.us. The views expressed do not necessarily represent those of the company or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners. Laugh it up, fuzzball. I'm about to do to you what Limp Bizkit did to music in the late 90s. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Here goes the last DJ. my hands of this business. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another brand new episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Thursday, December 10th. We are your daily dose of laughs and levity in a crazy, crazy world. I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Tony Sanfilippo. Tony, how you doing today? Doing great, buddy. It's a, it's a new day. It's uh, Thursday, the third day. I'm pretty sure that's what day it is. Right? It is, yeah. yep. It's all a blur. Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> so, everything's a blur, yeah. yeah. It, it's, it's not Welcome th- to Groundhog Day, baby. I was just going to say that. It's not Thursday, it's Groundhog Day. <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and what's funny is that flannel that you're wearing, I wore that yesterday to work. Did you really? Yeah. We were almost twinsies. Like, almost. Like if there was a twins day, we both wear the the military Broncos hat with that flannel. Like when I come home to Nevada in uh, less than a month, one glorious more month to go by, <laughs> um, we should we should sport that. We can go to Los Compadres and uh, and uh, sport that look. I like it. We fun. can we can go as twinsies. Twinning. Oh, exactly. Now let's go ahead and kick things off the way we do each and every day with a question for my co-host. Tony, I'm going to ask you to put on your hypothetical hat because I know this would never happen to you. But say you fell behind on your rent payments, you were evicted out mm-hmm. of your place. What would you do? Well, I'd be di- well. number one, I'd be disappointed if that happened in real life. But the hypothetical, um, if I was getting evicted, then... Uh, would I have time to go grab my stuff? Oh, of course. No? Oh, yeah, I get my stuff out of there, and uh, let's see. Luckily, I have enough friends out here, uh, and aunt and uncle. I could probably mooch off somebody for a little bit <laughs> if I had to. And, I would and, never mooch, just FYI, but if, in this hypothetical situation, I'd be like a couch dweller. Gotcha. You know? Survival of the fittest, baby. And you're a reasonable person. Obviously, you wouldn't hold it against your landlord, right? No, because uh, if I'm the idiot that's not paying my bill and I get kicked, you know that's it's me. You got to take that self uh, self uh, respect and reflection, and uh, you know own up to it. Glad you said that. So, a woman in Mojave County faces several felonies after being accused of setting fire to the home from which she had just been recently evicted. Toasty! 
Deputies with the Mojave County Sheriff's Office were called to a house fire in Dolan Springs early Tuesday morning. <laughs> MCSO says the home was completely destroyed. Investigators determined that no one was in the home at the time of the fire. A camera at the home captured the incident as it unfolded. MCSO says Sabrina Lynn Nolson, 29, the homeowner's niece, is seen on a the surveillance. Bitch. <laughs> a little older than a teenager. 29. Sabrina, Sabrina, the old woman ah, bitch. I got gotcha. you. Put it down. <laughs> Investigators. your fault, not my fault. Investigators say that uh, Nolson had been evicted from the home a month earlier. The timeline on the video shows Nolson entering the back door to the residence at 5.39 a.m. At approximately 5.41, she's seen exiting out the back door and running away. Two minutes later, smoke is seen coming from the residence. A few minutes later, at 5.47, both smoke and fire begin to bellow from the residence. A minute later, flames and smoke continue, and the camera shuts down due to the fire. Officials say she's smoking a cigarette on the way out as it's exploding. <laughs> carrying a can of uh, gasoline. Not my, not my problem. <laughs> Officials say the combined value of the home and its contents is approximately $90,000. Wow, that's a cheap Ooh. home. <laughs> Did you say that was cheap? For $90,000? For a house? For yeah. Damage? This is why you buy Galaxy because this is a place in the woods. <laughs> well, it sounds like... Galaxy of Colorado, about 5,000 miles away. Sounds like uh, just winners all around. Uh, apparently, when questioned, she refused to talk about That's the why fire. You the because, uh, I'm assuming it's a crackhead or a smoker, a heavy smoker. And she denied being on the property. Nelson was arrested on charges of arson of a structure, first degree criminal trespassing, and criminal damage, all felonies. So, uh, folks, if you are upset that you're being kicked out, again, uh, chances are that uh, it's not your landlord's fault, unless they're just a major a-hole so yeah don't yeah it's that's the only way though you know uh i have gotten evicted but not in a bad way it was more of i we were renting a townhome this is that happened twice that happened uh with you and me and that happened with uh kyle yeah uh where the people like we rented their they bought the place they rented it out we had a contract but then they decided to sell it so our contract got null and void and we had to get the hell out so that's happening that's definitely their fault you not paying your bills well that's your fault yeah not so much not, not so you much. not not you particularly the listener but in the story oh. or if you're that person then then it's your fault sorry <laughs> exactly not sorry but well folks we have a wonderful show lined up for you today oh, yeah we do let's talk about today's show shall we the third let's day all right monday one day tuesday two day Wednesday? When? Huh? What day? Thursday! <laughs> the third day, okay? It is Thursday the third day, and as we do on Thursdays, we explore America's penis and the strange things that happen down there. It is Florida Man. We have a segment called Hot for Teacher. Our call-in contest today is Rank It with Tony. We get into the battle arena. We have a segment called Too Far. I'm Ron Burgundy. Um, <laughs> we, end, we end the day with this day in history, but not before Tony takes us on the next segment through entertainment news. Folks, don't go anywhere. We'll be back in a few.
Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Thursday, December 10th. Now we have a little thing called the Phoenix Line. It is a 24-hour-a-day, seven-day-a-week voicemail line giving you guys the opportunity to chime in on anything whatsoever. Maybe you burned down your house because you were being evicted. We want to hear about it. Give us a call at 855-PHOENIX-RADIO. That's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O or 855-336-4973. All we ask is that you keep it entertaining. We'll compile those together, put them out in a future show. Speaking of entertaining, Tony is you here. say entertaining? Ha! Uh, <laughs> Magic word! Tony's here with the entertainment news. You damn skippy! Oh, good morning, everybody. It is, like Christian said, Thursday, December 10th. Let's roll with that Filippo Fest. Aye. Like, I don't know why I had to say it like the Emperor either. Fest. Aye. Aye. Good, yes. Hey, so Des Bryant, uh, you know, former cowboy, I guess now soon to be former Raven, he tests positive for COVID-19 right ahead of the Ravens-Cowboys game. This big showdown with his old team. Well, he was deemed he couldn't play, so he said he's done for the season. He's pissed <laughs> off. Like, he literally was suited up in warm-ups and everything. And they said, oh, by the way, you tested positive. Bye. <laughs> I'm, I'm so taking my days. ball and going home. And, and then not only did he take his ball and go home, he went to Twitter and went on a rant. So uh, it doesn't do well for you for your future NFL career. That might be the way his career ends. Right. <laughs> Yikes. Topher Grace, a.k.a. former Eric Foreman is heading back to TV. The actor who portrayed, well, Eric Foreman for eight seasons on that 70s show will headline a new ABC comedy called That 90s Show. Just kidding. It's called Home <laughs> Economics. It's expected to debut in uh, 2021. Debut? Debut. Debut. Okay. Hoops. It's canceled by Netflix after one season. It was an animated show with Pat Now Oswald is the voice of one of the characters. Jason Slater, the third eye blind bassist, is dead at 49. It's young. Wow. Uh, hello, Clarice. CBS's Silence of the Lambs series is set for February 11th premiere date. Just in time to cuddle with your loved one for Valentine's Day. Because nothing says, I love you, like a bag of fava beans and Chianti. A bag okay, of... really stupid. Let's just get to that entertainment <laughs> news, shall we? Uh, because we're talking a couple things here today. I'm going to bring this up. Uh, Monster Hunter, uh, video game movie. You know, video game movies don't fare too well in the world of uh, uh, big screen action. You know, a couple movies do okay. They've been better recently. Rampage. Yeah, Rampage was pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, but, like, Resident Evil has done uh, fairly well in that realm. Um, but uh, Monster Hunter is coming out, and Sony Pictures announced that Paul W.S. Anderson, who also does the Resident Evil movies, Monster Hunter, is going to debut in theaters one week earlier than expected. Instead of going after that whole Christmas, well, it's probably smart because it's going to get its ass kicked by Wonder Woman. It's going to make $5 million versus you know, $3 million the box office brings in. <laughs> um, it's, it's, it's expected to come out December 18th. So... This is great news. So you got Monster Hunter that's going to come out in theaters December 18th. One, I don't even know if that's a full week looking at the calendar. It is. It's yeah, a... It's a, yeah, okay. It's one full week. So that's great. So December 18th, 
We're going to get Monster Hunter, which I've never played the video game, but the preview does look pretty cool. Um, so you've got that starring Mila Jovovich, and then you got uh, Wonder Woman 1984 the week later with Gal Gadot. So, Good news, yeah. everyone! That's great! Great news coming out of the movie theaters. Hopefully that kick starts a little action. Right. Well, if Speaking it, of good news... Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, the 18th is next Friday. Damn, it's, that fast, Yeah, huh? right around the corner. It just That just means i got to get my uh, paperwork in order at work. You know, the schedule stuff's falling hmm. behind. Right, right. It's falling behind because it's already that time. Okay. Uh, so, big rumors yesterday we talked about uh, I see you laughed. That was my terrible Shatner there. Um, we t Yesterday in the Fast Five kind of dropped hints that, or I had mentioned that uh, Alfred Molina is rumored to be coming back as his Spider-Man 2 character. Well, another big return is set for the Spider-Man. Charlie Cox is going to return as Daredevil, but with a big twist, apparently. Mm -hmm. There's all kinds of spoilers. Also, Tobey Maguire was legit spotted outside where they were filming Spider-Man, so I think there is some truth to these. And it's hard. People only got a lot to do. If they know you're filming a movie and they're seeing these many people try to go in and out, speculation's going to run rampant. How exactly. they're all going to debut, who knows. But uh, perhaps only Matt Murdock saw this coming as Charlie Cox is set to reprise his role as the Marvel hero Daredevil. Though not in any TV series, but on the big screen. Through an apparently rather reliable website, Murphy's Multiverse is reporting that Cox will appear in a sightless superhero Daredevil 3, Daredevil in Spider-Man 3, which in recent, day, recent days has racked up quite the overwhelming roster of marvelous guests. I like the pun there. Marvelous guests. Stars and cameos. Marvel's Daredevil was canceled after three seasons on November 29th, 2018. And Variety reported back in the day, Netflix deal with his four original Marvel shows had a clause that prevented the characters from appearing in any non-Netflix non series, words are still hard on Thursday, or film for at least two years after cancellation. Well, the time has come. Marvel has the rights to put these characters in and, uh, Seemingly, he is going to join Tom Holland, Zendaya, who played Peter Parker and MJ, as well as Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, Kirsten Dunst, Jamie Foxx, Alfred Molina, Emma Stone, and Benedict Cumberbatch in this upcoming Spider-Man flick, which is one year away. It's actually going to come out a year from now. But it's just sounding awesome. So I'm loving to report on it because... If you can throw some good news in the movie world and get you excited about things, you know, if you're geeky nerdy like you and I, you're going to enjoy these things. We do. We certainly do. Yeah, and if you like uh, action flicks, you like Chris Hemsworth, well, the story might be for you. Extraction was one of the bigger success stories of 2020. It quickly became one of the most popular original films on Netflix. Looking to expand on the success, Joe Russo, who wrote the film and served as a producer with his brother Anthony, they also did the Avengers, if you guys don't know that. Um, well, not did them, but they directed the last two, which is yep. great. Um, they revealed, uh, Anthony revealed to Collider that the plan is not only to make sequels to the film, but give the movie an expanded universe via spin-offs and team-up movies as well. Hmm. Extraction is based on the graphic novel See, ooh, that, that was a tough one. 
Um, CIU Dad. I don't know. I don't know how to say the actual title. See you dead. See you dead by Andrew Andrew <laughs> Parks and Tyler Rake. Uh, follows hot. Tyler Rake, played by Chris Hemsworth, the fearless black market mercenary that embarks on the most deadly extraction of his career when he's enlisted to rescue the kidnapped son of imprisoned international crime lord. David Harper also stars as Gaspar, a former teammate of Rake's whose history um, was hinted at the first film. Russo goes in, goes on to say that he hopes the history is expanded upon the follow-up movies and has a bigger desires to take Extraction Universe unexpected direction. So if you were a fan of Extracted, which I've actually sadly not seen. You haven't seen it yet? But no, so oh, I watched it. You, but when when you, you actually know, get a free moment, maybe Sunday, maybe Monday, sit down and watch it. It's a fun movie. Obviously, Chris Hemsworth is great. David Harbour is great. I think you'll really enjoy it. I look forward to that. And David Harbour is also Hoopa, Hoopa. Hopper, right? Is that Hopper? Hopper? Yeah. Hopper, Hopper and uh, Stranger Things and Hellboy in the terrible Hellboy. Right. Skip Hellboy. Don't see that. Yeah. Go watch the original. Um, this is a really cool story. Um, so if you're a Funko Pop fan and collector, you now can create yourself. See, look at me. Don't don't I look great? Look at that badass goatee. Look at just that like you. Tattoos. It's got your tattoos. Actually, this is Carrie. This is Carrie King of Slayer. I just had to show this for what if you wanted to know what a pop figure was. Look into this screen. There you go. Very detailed, very fun. And if you listen to the um, show, you know I've peed next to him once. So, <laughs> Yes, yes. This is why he's a friend of the show. We brought Carrie on. Thanks, Carrie, <laughs> for being – he's not much for words. Um, so pop vinyl figure, you can now – they're getting ready to do a way where you can create yourself or anyone you wanted to know. That's so if you cool. wanted to make Christian Phoenix version pop figure with your hat and your – flannel and, and your little you can have little funko eyes with your goatee and beard it, you can do this so they're going to be doing some things called pop factories coming soon and their advertisement is funko the pop abilities are endless pop your peeps pop your best friend pop well, that sounds dirty uh oh pop your, yeah pop, pop your sister whoa <laughs> you know yeah that's why i was like i, I don't know if i say that no nope. pop your soulmate yeah um, so it's just cool. So instead of collector's ones, you can actually make your own pop figure. So um, you could, uh, it seems like you could make a classic comic book hero. So if you wanted to complete your X-Men collection, uh, apparently like you can go make your own Nightcrawler. So the possibilities are going to be endless. Um, fans, the only bad thing is Fans can only make these new pop people at the Funko HQ in Everett, Washington, and in the Funko store in Hollywood, California. There is no online option for now, at least not yet, but they are looking into doing this in the very near future. So if it ends up being a huge hit, which I assume it's going to be, um, at their headquarters in Everett, Washington, and Hollywood, California, you can make your own pop. I really like that. I think that's good. Did so. they say when they're going to start doing this, or is it something they're already um, doing? They are going to roll that out here in the beginning of the new year. So Fun. I so have a cool. field trip planned for me and the boys next time there I'm down go. in California. There you go. That should be fun. So there's that. And we are just out of time, so I'll save these other stories for tomorrow. So let's roll on to the very short birthday list today. It's, it's my All right, this little Huxtable is a raven. Caca. 
That's Raven Simone 34. That one was really stupid. <laughs> Let's see. This tiger was smoking going into 2020. Everything was going great. And then a bungle mistake hurt this man's leg in his young career. He's a young Bengal. He's 23, and that's smoking Joe Burrow. He's 23 today. Had a bad leg injury. Uh, and sadly, this and that was it for like your only living birthdays today. The rest was a slew of YouTube stars. Yeah, this is why I said it was short today. Ah, uh, this king. Let's see if you know this one. I'm sure you'll get it. It's a heavenly birthday. Okay. Let's see, this kingpin Michael had the Clark biggest Duncan. smile on the Green Mile when he was serving Earth, saving Earth from a killer asteroid, not letting Doug and Steve Butabi into the Roxbury, or being in the pit crew for Ricky Bobby. He was a gentle man. He passed away eight years ago at 54. That's Mr. Michael Clark Duncan. Today would have been his birthday. Nailed um, it. So happy heavenly birthday. That was pretty easy, though. Huh? Yeah. Fine. <laughs> exactly. Good. I actually could. I had to change the screen so I could see your reactions. I, before, it just showed me, so I had to guess. <laughs> well, folks, that there does it for happy the... birthday, kids. That does it for the entertainment news. When we come back, we have Florida, man. You won't want to miss it. It is so much fun every week. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back in just a few. After these messages... We'll be right back. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Thursday, December 10th. Now, we're all over social media with many of you watching us as we speak on Facebook Live or YouTube Live. Now, if you want to get a hold of us on social, I'm available at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. That's Christian with a K, Phoenix with an F, radio, of course, with an R, or on Instagram and Twitter at Phoenix Media Radio. Tony's available at facebook.com forward slash Tony.Sanfilippo. That's S-A-N-F-I-L-I-P-P-O. Dot nine four or on Instagram at Tony.Sanfilippo81. Now it is Thursday, and as we like to do on Thursdays, uh, we explore America's penis and the strange things that happen down there. It is time for Florida Man. Oh, good for you! Riding the shaft down the lane, it's Florida Man! Hey, man. Hey, man. That's so lame. Hey, man. Going to Marion County, Florida to start out today because today a Florida man is accused of breaking into multiple homes and eating victims' food. Oh no, don't eat the Pringles! Yummy! He went on a crime spree that involved him breaking into three homes and stealing two vehicles before he was caught yelling in someone's yard, These Pringles are stale! He didn't say any of that. <laughs> that would be great if he did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you get the real Pringles, not the great value ones. Deputies said the first call about Christopher Pennington, 47, came early Wednesday morning from a 73-year-old man who was sleeping when he heard some noise and woke up to find Pennington rummaging through his closet. Pennington pushed the victim to the ground as he was to confront him, then continued rummaging through the house. Stay down, these Pringles! They're awesome! Stay down! Okay. Have these Pringle rants, right? Uh, he uh, went through the house, stole the victim's truck, and fled the scene. Deputy said the victim had to ride his bike for a mile carrying his oxygen tank until he reached the nearest gas station in order to call 911. 
Damn, somebody get that dude a landline, like now. <laughs> Good lord, on it. Could you imagine down there? Yeah, yeah, he stole my, he stole my thing. <laughs> Several electronics, and why does everybody sound like Sandler this morning? Several electronics and a gun were stolen from him. Uh, Pennington is then accused of driving the victim's truck to a wooded area so he could burglarize two more houses. Deputies said one of those victims caught him in the act because their fridge alarm. There's a fridge alarm? You have a name for it? Started going off and it woke her up. She got out of bed and went to the kitchen expecting to see her son, but instead saw Pennington eating her food. At that point, deputies said Pennington stole another truck that belongs to the victim's son and fled that home. A third victim also reported that her apartment had been burglarized and several items were stolen, including a can of Pringles. Deputies said they located Pennington after they received complaints about a man yelling in a yard. There's still Dale. The victims were able to identify him as the man they saw in their homes. Pennington is facing charges of burglary with battery, four counts of armed burglary, two counts of unarmed burglary, two counts of grand theft auto from a motor vehicle, and three counts of grand theft and two counts of pe petty theft. It, said, it should say petty theft, but it says petit theft. Petit. Wow. Way to go, a-hole! This is not my- This is my Pringles posse. Don't mess with me. <laughs> oh. We're going to Gainesville, Florida, Tim Tebow's hometown. Florida man holds dog for $20,000 ransom. Man is behind bars on Wednesday for holding a dog ransom. Jeffrey Paris was arrested on Tuesday after burglarizing a home and holding a pet hostage in Gainesville. According to... Alachua County Sheriff's Department, Paris stole $15,000 in cash, two handguns, Louis, Louis Vuitton shoes valued at $1,000, and a Louis Vuitton hooded style sweatshirt valued at $900, and a partridge in a pear tree. However, Paris also decided to take the victim's dog. The victim told police the 34-year-old woman was holding the pet on a $20,000 ransom. Investigators say Paris texted the victim for several hours talking about where to drop the money and threatening to harm the dog if the money was not paid. Deputies say one of these tech mes text messages read, Will I be playing when I blow the back of her head off with your Glock? The suspect also said the victim he was watching him and would accurately state the victim's location. Deputies were able to find a tracker underneath the victim's vehicle. When the victim went to meet up, uh, Paris raised the ransom to $25,000. At this point, the dog owner was in contact with ASO. The deputy took over the victim's phone to talk to Paris and organized a time to drop off for the money to pick up the dog. Deputies were able to identify Paris after seeing his car at the drop-off location. ASO eventually stopped Paris, who was found with multiple stolen items. He was charged with our burglary of a dwelling grand theft, extortion, grand theft of a firearm, unlawful use of a two-way communication device, that's the funny one, and convicted felon of possession of a firearm and ammunition. Wow. It's a good thing he didn't, he didn't do that. I got a feeling she would have went John Wick on him. Probably. Uh, I did get a, a statement from the victim. <laughs> oh, oh, no. The dog. <laughs> and, and then what happened? <laughs> Who's a good boy? Where you feel? What did you do? Things happen. Wow, that's weird. <laughs> Speaking of weird, we're still in Florida, and we still got time for stories. So let's go to Seminole County. A Florida man was arrested after deputies say he broke into a school 
started spreading feces. That's poop. For that that don't know that. It came frosting all over the place. I got poop and frosting all over the place. This year, <laughs> let's mix it. It's feces at cake mix. Has the planet gone mad? It has in Florida, my friend. Surveillance footage at Bear Lake Elementary School shows the man identified. I'm sorry, Christian. At least he spells his name differently. 25-year-old Christian Dominic Shea jumping a fence on the property at 2 a.m. Deputies found desks, chairs, and drawers of the classroom covered in cake frosting. Mmm, cake. Then there was also a trail of frosting covered in footprints on the floor. There was an open can of frosting in the trash can alongside a child's sweatshirt that was covered in both frosting and... I'm going to say poop, because poop's funnier than feces. <laughs> there was also poop-covered hand and footprints on the window ledge where authorities say the Florida man broke in. A stapler was found to be placed inside a toilet, and a poop-slash-frosting-covered TV remote was in the bathroom. Get in That's my belly! frosting and poop. Mix it together and you got chocolate. No big deal. Outside the school, deputies discovered a laptop in the trash and soiled pair of underwear hanging from the building. Employees at the school told deputies they recognized this idiot, aka Florida man, from previous incidents at the school. He was arrested on charges of burglary, petty theft, property damage, indecent, indecent exposure, and a waste of good frosting by mixing it with poop. Yeah, yeah, oh, you get good for you! <laughs> yeah, you get uh, food poisoning. <laughs> no thanks. No oh, buddy. It looks like we got time for maybe one or two more, sure. so let's keep in the vein of fun people. This guy, 380-pound Florida man, hides meth in his belly button. Let's go to St. Petersburg, Florida. Because he's excuse, uh, excuse me, a Florida man is used in excess to bulk, it used his excess bulk to stow away a bag of meth, according to police. 41-year-old Martin Skelly of St. Pete was arrested after showing up to Clearwater McDonald's with a drug-filled needle. After being arrested on charges of possession of methamphetamines, he was searched and booked into the Pinellas County Jail. Authorities asked the Florida man if he had any t additional contraband on him, to which he, of course, replied, no. Um, when he was being processed in the jail, a small bag of meth was found wedged deep in within his belly button cavity. I was just, I was just being dumb and I was thinking. Uh, because the meth, I, I, I just didn't know it was in my belly button. Look, the bag of meth. <laughs> um, so, so when the drugs were discovered, he just said he wasn't thinking. The belly button meth stash resulted in two additional felony charges. Wowzers! It's crazy down in Florida, bud. Isn't that weird? Yeah, yeah that is weird. I, we have time for one more. We do. One more, I say. Two more. Let's do it then. Florida man says he's too fat for DUI test. We're going to Martin County. A Florida man... Florida man. Florida man. Florida man who was pulled over and was impaired driving. He cl claiming he was too fat to drive. Well, you're too fat for something, buddy. And driving was not one. Um, he couldn't provide the. He couldn't do the sobriety field test because he was too fat. Fifty-seven-year-old Rolando Gonzalez was pulled over by deputies after he was spotted driving thirty in a thirty-five. He was even going under. How cute! Um, and he was driving slightly off the road. The Florida man smelled strongly of alcohol, and his shorts were stained with urine. Oh, great. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wowzers. 
Wowzers in the trousers. When given a sobriety field test, Deputy asked Gonzalez to stand on uh, one leg, which he declined, saying, No, I'm too fat. Gonzalez said he was disabled and can't see my feet over my stomach. Well, you also can't see something else over your stomach, bud. His <laughs> weight is listed as 400 pounds. He was wow. arrested on DUI charges. Uh, sorry, I'm too fat. Cannot see. Way to go, animal! What? You want one more? Well, if you can make it quick. Well, I can make this one short. The other one was too long. I'll save it for next week. We're going to Fort Pierce, Fort Pierce, Florida for our last one. Florida man had an interesting explanation for a bag of cocaine found in his car during a traffic stop. It wasn't mine. It was the one-armed man's. According to the arrest affidavit, the man stated that police to the police that wind must have placed it there. It just blew into his car. He had no idea. The wind put it there. According to police, the Florida man was making weird movements and attempting to discard an item out the passenger window. There was also an open can of Budweiser and a drug pipe found in the car. He was taken to St. Lucie County Jail on position of possession of drug paraphernalia charge. And that's it for this week's Florida Man. Stupid is, stupid Ooh. does, sir. <laughs> well, folks, that does do it. We love Florida Man. It never disappoints. When we come back, we have a segment called Hot for Teacher. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And welcome back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Thursday, December 10th. We've made it to the fourth and final segment of the first hour, but don't fret, there's still plenty more to go with our second hour ahead of us. Now, if you did miss a portion of the show or you want to go back and catch up on any of the previous shows, it is easy enough to do so. Head over to phoenixmedia.us, click on the show's link, scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. From there, you can get video, you can get audio as well, or head over to wherever you get podcasts. Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor Breaker, TuneIn, iHeart, about 20 in all. While you're there, be sure to subscribe. That way you always have the latest episode. Leave a review. Let us know what you think and tell your friends because sharing is caring. Now in this segment that we've titled Hot for Teacher, we're going to go through ways that uh, people have shared that their teachers have been fired. Now, uh, it's no secret, Tony and I both went to high school together. Um, you know, we've got friends still from high school and, uh, you know, it, it was a fun time. But for me, I personally don't remember a lot of the teachers that I had, uh, let alone things that they may or may not have done. In your time, Tony, do you recall a teacher ever being fired for either a reason that's unknown or you know the reason and it's rather silly? No, I mean, I've never seen uh, never seen a teacher uh, get fired for anything in my entire school career. Not, not that I was aware of, at least. Now, the one thing I can say is, uh, no, I can't think of one that's been fired, but I do know of a teacher, we both know of a teacher, who uh, in his spare time would create these uh, ceramic birds that uh, doubled as a pipe. So, uh, <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> Luckily, uh, nobody ever found out about that or at least uh, fired him for it. But uh, let's go ahead and run down some of the reasons. He was a great teacher. We won't say his name, but man, no. he, was a, he was a cool dude. I like him. He was a great teacher. 
Let's run down some of the ways that uh, teachers have been fired. For instance, this from user Rhymingly Mean. Wow, that's... Rhymingly Mean, it's a rhyming lemming. Rhymingly Mean. Says our high school teacher got fired after someone found an old YouTube video of him painting with his ass cheeks. We held a, pro <laughs> we held a protest to try and keep him around, but they fired him anyway. Why would you fire him for that? You know, it's... I'm making art with my butt. Let's paint a picture with my butt. It's as art. I gotta tell you, we went to the uh, Nevada Museum of Art this weekend, and uh, I'm sure that that painting was just as good, if not better, than some of the things that were there. Oh, you probably told us a kid, What are you doing, Jimmy? Well, I'm making paintings with, with, with frosting and then this brown chocolate stuff. This is art. <laughs> I'm going to live in Florida when I grow up, too. And I'm never going to grow up, ever. Moving on with Hot for Teacher. Ways teachers have been fired. This one from user Neode. Got it made, got it made, got it made. This goes back to something we talk about in Words Are Hard. Always double check before sending anything. They said they sent a porn link instead of a Google form by email. Many Hello, students Raggy. then commented on the video with a lot of great jokes. Funny times. <laughs> Careful of the links you send. Careful of the yeah. photos you send and who you send yeah, them to. Absolutely. And if you and be careful if you double up your Google Drive with your work and your personal and you're gonna upload stuff, yeah, be careful. Somebody yeah. may see that. Let's move on with that. That hasn't happened to me, but that happened to someone I know. Let's move on with ways that uh, teachers have been fired from user AJK9613 says in high school. AJK. In high school for PE, our teacher took us canoeing. Instead of checking the weather, he just brought 15 first year students into the, ch into the channel our school was on. A severe thunderstorm hit and our teacher paddled safely back to school and left us teens in the water. We tied our canoes together and rode back to school, but we were drenched and super late. Our teacher was just standing on the dock, not a care in the world. He got fired two days later. Probably for good reason, you know. It's When it comes to being a teacher responsible for kids, it is not every man for himself. It is, uh, you gotta watch out for those kids. Yeah, absolutely, wowzers. <laughs> We are talking hot for teacher. This one is quite literally that from user Desquish says Shop teacher Shop teacher got a sophomore pregnant. Okay. Simple, easy, fired. <laughs> All right, let's keep That's moving on. Did we didn't we didn't even have like not to my knowledge, I don't recall having smoking hot teachers in high school. I can't think of any. Just, just, just my guidance counselor. She was hot, dude. Really? When she got me to talk army and stuff, I was not interested in the army, but I was interested in sitting in her office for like five thousand nine hundred million seconds. <laughs> She'd make you stand wow, at I attention. I don't remember her name, man. No, she was a married lady. Oh. Man, she was pretty, pretty, pretty. <laughs> I shouldn't say hot because then I sound kind of degrading. She's hot. She was, she was a great looking woman though. Gosh, <laughs> dang. It's the only one I can remember in high school for teacher-wise. Moving on for hot for teacher, in this case, sauce for teacher from Sue Ver. Sauce for teacher! I'm going to bring you nuggets. Uh, uh. Not quite that sauce. A history teacher I had in high school gave us a lot of random documentary movie days during which she would just sit back at her desk drinking tea. 
The year after I graduated, she had a movie day, and when the film ended, she didn't get up or do anything but sit there, eyes closed. Fearing the worst, some students went to the office and brought an administrator down who realized that she was passed out drunk. They found bottles in her desk. That's one way to pass the day. I'm sorry, what? Tony's drinking his quote-unquote tea. Yeah, today's quote from Yogi T. You don't need love. You are love. <laughs> Moving on with Hot for Teacher, ways that teachers have gotten fired. This from user ASP6. Apparently this... a place called ASP6. Apparently this teacher was John McEnroe. It says our teacher threw a chair across the classroom, hitting a student in the process. Um, get, get those uh, anger uh, issues in check for sure. <laughs> I picture like Billy Madison. I don't know why. <laughs> it's all right. Today, Just Junior. Someone yell at my cap sailor. Today, Junior. John McEnroe is my friend. <laughs> this sounded like our old friend Meanies. Yeah, it did. Meanies, greenies, all greenies. Let's move on with ways that teachers have been fired. This one from Afro Rat. That's an awesome name. Afro Rat. He is a little rat. <laughs> We know for the most part, teachers are underpaid and you know they look for ways to make some extra money. This is not the way to do it. When I was in third grade, my teacher got fired for selling us Pokemon cards that she would confiscate from other classes during recess. She but told- you gotta catch them all. She does. She told us that we could buy the cards for about 25 cents, but we couldn't Damn. have them out during school hours. Um, hey, and depending on the, the Pokemon card, that might be a hell of a deal. Wow. <laughs> Well, you don't tell your friends, but I stole this one from Johnny in Mrs. Tita's class. So this Pokemon's a rare one before a quarter and a thing of chocolate milk, you little bastard. I'm going to sell to you. Sell goods? All right, then. Don't <laughs> tell anybody, eh? Capiche? I've got a Pikachu, a Charizard, I and a Volbeat. A... Uh, yeah, I got a side one. This is a rare one. This is Volbeat. It's a 72 XP. It's going to do this, that, and bada bing, bada boom. <laughs> All right, moving on with Hot for Teacher. Reason teachers got fired, and this one again, quite literally. Hello, nurse! Simply, she posted nudes She posted nudes on her public Facebook profile. It's a good reason to get uh, fired. Yeah, wow. <laughs> you just don't do that. Yeah, it's don't do weird things on social media, you know? You know, it's uh, kind of on a side tangent. When I worked at Video Maniacs, I'll never say the teacher's names or anything. But back when Video Maniacs had the adult section, wow, check out, wow, wow. There was that, one of the English teachers went in there and rented, like they had five for five, that was the deal. Five <laughs> days, five bucks, five movies. Exciting weekend. Boom. Oh yeah, he rented five illustrious adult non-action titles, kids. <laughs> and then finally with Hot for Teacher reasons that teachers got fired. This only happens at a private school. I was at a Catholic school and one teacher got fired because he remarried after a divorce. How dare he? It's terrible. In any case, folks, that does it for the first hour. When we come back, it is our calling contest. Rank it with Tony. Folks, don't go anywhere. Enjoy the news. Take a pee break. We'll see you guys in about seven minutes. Fuzzball. 
see it. I'm about to do to you what Limp Bizkit did to music in the late 90s. Oh, Vicky, I'm Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Here goes the last DJ. Wash my hands of this weirdness. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the second hour of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Thursday, December 10th. We are your daily dose of laughs and levity in a crazy, crazy world. Still joined by my co-host, Mr. Tony Sanfilippo, rocking the Broncos, Colorado sweatshirt today. How do you think things are looking for the Broncos this week in tone? You know, I actually picked them to win. They're playing uh, Teddy Bridgewater and the Panthers. Um, Christian McCaffrey's doubtful for the game so because he had a new quad injury that came up. He was supposed to play this week. Doesn't do good. Kind of a waste of a first-round pick for me. I had a first-round pick in my fantasy league. At least I'm in the uh, number one seed bracket in both my leagues that I play in. Um, I'm fourth seed now in my uncle's league, but, you know, I've had, I had a couple bad weeks. Uh, but here nor there, I think the Broncos will pull it off this week. Um, now, to be fair. It's just one of those things, you know. They've, they, it's time to bounce back from a two-game skid. And they've looked really good against the Chiefs on Sunday. i, I got to give them that. They did. Now, to be fair, you picked the Broncos to win every game. I mean, obviously, in your heart of hearts, you know yeah. they're not going to win everyone. Well, you but know, in, you know, uh, in to. Jimmy's pickums, like that one's a uh, one where you win some money too. I, I, I don't pick them all the time. Okay. You know, <laughs> like I do vote against them, but this week I actually picked them. Like not just loyalty, but um, the, you, can, you always root for them. Like the sick thing against the Chiefs game, and I told you this, and you and I went back and forth texting. But that touchdown pass that didn't count from Mahomes to Tyreek Hill, I was pissed. Yeah. I was pissed that didn't count. That would have put us so much higher in the points brackets. I actually would have won the points that week if they would have given that to Tyreek Hill. I would have easily passed Jake in our league. And I would have been the points leader, and I would have got my 25 bucks back, guaranteed. Yeah. But yeah. didn't play out that way. But I was happy the Broncos put up a fight. So. Me too. For me, I hope, though, that uh, – they, they sort of lose out because that would put them in a good pick position for uh, the next draft. This is true. This, it's not going to hurt my feelings if they lose. Like I said, I, I've told you and I'll tell everyone out there, I love the Denver Broncos. I don't want them to lose, but we're not winning the Super Bowl. We're not making the playoffs. There's no way we're ready to compete completely with the Chiefs. We, do, we are the only team that has given the Chiefs fits. So if you're a Patrick Mahomes owner in fantasy – the only two games he's done bad against has been against us. So I'm proud of that. Um, I'd like to – I'm going to give Fangio and Locke one more season of support after that. If they look like dog crap next year, uh, off with their heads, right? Tony, As you're going to call up You're going to call up the brass over at uh, the Broncos uh, stadium. Say, and, look, uh, I support – I'm on a radio show. I have like a whole wall or bookshelf dedicated to you guys. Do as I I'll say. Still keep that. But just <laughs> please, this little one down here. This is an Andrew Lock or Andrew Lock. Wow. <laughs> this Drew Lock. Well, his name is Andrew, but yeah, this is close Andrew. Uh, uh, this is Drew Lock right down here. That's his little Don Russ rookie card. 
Well, that's going to be worth about two cents because he's going to join Paxton Lynch in the dumpster. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, folks, uh, with this segment, just wanted to go over a few little things that uh, we're looking to do here on the show. One of the main things is we would love to have a third co-host. Um, there's a couple of people we've been talking to uh, maybe joining on uh, at least part time, but we'd love a third member. Yeah, that way we've got a different perspective. If Tony has be cool, if, even if until we fill one, like we had rotating guests. Oh, that would be awesome. That would be cool. Longtime listeners, I mean, Lacey. Mm, <laughs> I know. I she, they, she works from home. She's yeah. working while she listens. So yeah. I get it. Most people that listen are working right now. We're the, we're we're uplifting them through their their work day. Exactly, and that's what we run into most of the time. You know, we do our show from 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. Pacific time, and you know, for a lot of people that doesn't work, but you know, if you are, if you enjoy talking, if you enjoy radio, um, if you have the same or similar sensibilities that we do, uh, let us know, and uh, you know, we'll, we'll see about uh, bringing you on, maybe on a temporary or uh, even permanent basis, if it uh, tends to work out. Now, the other yeah, thing that- uh, These overnights, man, if like if it wasn't for Chris last minute text this morning, wasn't last minute, but had it not been through your text, I probably would not have woken. I had the phone kind of by me and I kept hitting snooze. I was, <laughs> I was a hurting unit, baby. I had a feeling that that might've been the case. I was preparing a uh, best of a just, best of just in, in case. case. You're like, yeah. dude, these overnights are going to kill them. Like <laughs> one more day. If you just got to make it one more day. I have an overnight tonight. I have an overnight on Friday. But at least on Saturday, I could sleep the bleep in. So, <laughs> And then the other thing is, I uh, just wanted to remind you guys that, uh, you know, we do call in topics pretty much every day. Today's a contest, so a little bit different. But we do post those the day beforehand. Gives you guys a chance to call into the Phoenix line. Uh, and again, you don't have to interact with a live human. All you have to do is just leave a message on whatever the topic is. And when you do, you are entered into a chance to win some Phoenix fan gear. It's a Phoenix hat. Phoenix t-shirt, maybe a few other goodies, and uh, we do that drawing once a month. And uh, Phoenix fan gear, wee! And I know uh, I, I hadn't done the November one yet, so uh, last night I went through and uh, we had calls from Kendra, from Lacey, from Tim, and uh, they were our main ones. Uh, obviously, we had multiple calls from them. Uh, went through and drew Lacey's name as this... Woo! Lacey. Technically, last month's winner of the Phoenix Fan Gear. So, uh, as soon as the supplier, after the first of the year, makes those available to us, we'll get those put together, send them out to you, and uh, hopefully, we'll see uh, a picture of you rocking, you know, that Phoenix Media hat, Phoenix Media shirt, and all that good stuff. Well, folks, it is about that time when we come back. It is going to be rank it with Tony, our Phoenix Face-Off contest, and our co contestant is Alicia Davis. So folks, don't go anywhere. You won't want to miss it. We'll be right back. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. We are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Thursday, December 10th. 
Now we have the Phoenix line. We talked a little bit about it last segment. It is our 24 hour day, seven day a week voicemail line, giving you guys the opportunity to chime in on anything whatsoever even our call-in topic for the next day for a chance to be entered into our, what we're calling our prize contest, a monthly drawing to win some Phoenix fan gear. Tomorrow's topic, so you can start calling now, is relationship red flags. Obviously, we're getting into the holiday season and, uh, you know, relationships are, are tough around this time of year because, you know, either they're temporary or you're with somebody that, uh, you know, maybe Christmas time visiting the family. You're not quite at that point in the relationship yet, but uh, we do want to talk about, you know, what red flags do you see in a relationship or have you seen in a relationship that uh, cause you to uh, turn tail and run, for lack of a better term? <laughs> the number for the Phoenix line is 855-Phoenix-Radio. <laughs> That's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O or 855-336-4973 for the alphanumerically impaired. See, I'm getting ahead of myself. Words are hard. We will compile those together, put them out in a future show. Now in this segment, uh, which uh, you know it is normally our call-in topic, it is our call-in contest today. Well, tried to get uh, Alicia Davis, who uh, won the chance to play today's game on the phone, but uh, alas, she did not pick up. So Ooh. what we're gonna do is play on her behalf. Tony's gonna or, run down the, I'm sorry, go ahead, Tony. I was, I was gonna say for fun, if we want, we can get a hold of Lacey to play. Like she can't win, but just for interaction if you want. Um, no, let's play on Alicia's behalf just because by the time we dial the phone, uh, you know, it, it'll just waste too much okay. time. So what we're going to do is well, I'm, I'm going to put three minutes on the timer. Tony's going to give me the topic and uh, I have to try and guess the top 10 of whatever it is. If I get five of those right, Alicia's our winner for a Loot Crate mystery box. And Alicia, if I lose, then, uh, you know, I, I deeply apologize, but you still get a piece of Phoenix fan gear, whether it's a hat or a t-shirt or, or something similar. So uh, let's go ahead and kick off this Phoenix case oh. with something we like to call Rank It With Tony. Ooh, yeah. All right, it's Rank It with Tony, and we are going to get going. I had to make sure the little sound bite here. Let me get my ding-dings and the ring-rings here because this <laughs> thing has not been working. But uh, today's subject, I was gonna, it was going to be fun, but I kept it theme because I don't know if we'll do another Rank It by then. So this one is going to be the best Christmas movies of all time. Of all time. All right. Of all time. So, so with that well, being said, what I'm going to that, I'm going to find my little thing. So you're good. Let's see. Get a ding if it's right. And if you're ridiculous. I'm your man Randy Savage is not happy with your decision. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go ahead and do this. We're going to put three minutes on the timer. See if I can get five out of the top ten. And then, uh, Alicia, maybe you're the winner. Either way, you're a winner. We'll put it that way. All right. Three minutes is going greatest Christmas movies of all time. Um, something we've talked about many, many, many times on this show. How about Come on! and Home Alone? Come on! Kevin, Home Alone, you say? I do say. Not in the top 10. 
I already call BS on this list. That <laughs> now there. Oh wait, I lied to you. I apologize. Sorry. I retract. There was an ad covering it. Uh, yeah, an ad had popped up and scrolled up the screen when I was scrolling. Yep, number four, number four, Home Alone. Because at first I was like, "How is that not on there?" Right, it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's like right. a definitive Christmas movie. Yep. All right, let's move on with uh, my favorite Christmas movie of all time: uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. No, wouldn't it be funny if I had to you? It's really not. It's the number two movie. Right on. A uh, Christmas movie that uh, many people don't consider a Christmas movie. I do. Tony does. Die Hard. Number 10 on the list. Ooh, just inside the top 10. All right. um, Let's see. Greatest Christmas movie of... Oh, I can't forget Elf. Elfie, Elfie, the little elf, elf. You know, I'm pretty sure that is. Yep, there it is. Number three. You can't leave Elf on the shelf. You got to watch it no, this time you can't. of year. <laughs> All right, so uh, about a minute and a half left. I've gotten four already, so all within the top ten. Um, one more, and Alicia wins. Boy, let's do. It's a Wonderful Life. It's a Wonderful Life. Whoa, oh. <laughs> This list is pretty damn easy. It's number eight. <laughs> well, I do have to say that, uh, you know, I've gotten five of the ten. I haven't even gotten one wrong at this point. So, uh, Alicia, you have definitely won. But we have time left, so I'm, I'm going to see if I can round out that top ten, see if I can get the other five that are on there. There you go. How about uh, Miracle on 34th Street? Mm, good guess, but... I knew that one was a little bit of a long shot. Not too far. It was number 12. Not too far off the beaten okay. path. All right. Um, movie that uh, we've talked about a couple times, Tim Allen and the Santa Claus. Number nine. Right on. Um, so I've got, what, six of ten? I've got four left within the top ten. I know there, I'm going to miss one, and I'm going to end up kicking myself um, I can't imagine this is in the top 10, so I'm going to take a wild guess and say Jingle All the Way. Ooh, that's a good guess. That 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 is a good guess. That actually showed up on one of the worst Christmas movies list, but uh, yeah, that one's not in the top 10. That's a fun movie. It's I would have put it on 20, the worst. But, okay. Uh, um, here's another one that many people don't consider a Christmas movie. We just rewatched the other night, Batman Returns. <laughs> I knew that was a long shot, but, you know, had to take the guess anyway. Not even top 20. No, no. Ah, boy, specific Christmas movies. Um, Christmas time. See, now it's funny. You, you got all the major ones, and now mm-hmm. it's like, okay, what what's on there? Here's one that I'm not a big fan of. I get a few chuckles, but some people just love Bad Santa. No, that's <laughs> good guess, but not on the No. Head. Interesting. I didn't like Bad Santa either. Yeah, not okay. my not my cup of tea. So the sequel was terrible. <laughs> um, oh, how can you forget the Christmas movie of Christmas movies? A Christmas movie. Oh, a Christmas movie. Yeah, the one with uh, Ralphie. You'll shoot your eye out. 
you, a Christmas story? A Christmas story. Hey. Movie. Yeah, Same difference. Lacey uh, has chimed in and said, Deck the Halls and Christmas with the Cranks. <laughs> Not top ten. <laughs> but thanks for playing. And yes, Lacey, you can win again. It's just, let's quote Aaron Lewis, it'll be a while. <laughs> I'll, I'll text you. I'll let you know the deets on that. There you go. Um, this is a fun one, a more modern one. Doubt it's on the top ten. Uh, Reese Witherspoon and Vince Vaughn, Four Christmases. Good movie, but... Hmm. All right. What do I got? I got seven. I need three more. Three more. I'm sure I'm missing a big three. one somewhere in there. Yep, you're missing the number one. Okay, so you're missing number six, five, and one. Six, five, one. Bella, yes, Santa Claus is on there. You get a ding. That's number nine. <laughs> uh, tell you what, I'll take one more guess, and then Tony can run us through that top ten. I want to say A Christmas Carol, but there's been so many variations of that. Um, I'm going to go with my favorite variation and say Scrooged. Scrooge is great. That's actually uh, number 16. Oh, so close, but so far. Yeah, just for fun, we got time. I'll shoot down uh, from 20 to 1 real quick. Home Alone 2, Christmas Carol, just a regular one. White Christmas, The Nightmare Before Christmas, Scrooged, The Polar Express, Dr. Seuss's How the Grinch Stole Christmas with Jim Carrey, The Muppet Christmas Carol, uh, Miracle on 34th Street, Frosty the Snowman, now we're top 10. Okay. Die Hard. The Santa Claus. It's a Wonderful Life. A Christmas Story. Number six. A Charlie Brown Christmas. BS. Charlie Brown. I call major BS on that. Yeah. How about this one? Roo, Roo, Rudolph. The Red-Nosed Reindeer. Number See, five. I don't really consider those Christmas movies. They're more like holiday specials. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're on there. I don't Home go to alone. the. You don't go to the theaters to see Rudolph or Charlie Brown Christmas. My Elf is number three. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation to me should be number one, but it is number two. And the number one movie, according to Ranker, is the original animated Chuck Jones, Doctor Seuss, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the OG. Again, special. Not a movie, but you know what? I got seven of the top ten. Alicia yeah, won. You you, I thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna clean out, dude. Trading Places is on this list for Christmas movies. Did Trading Places with uh, Dan Aykroyd and Eddie Murphy happen around then? It did. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah. That's a good movie. Jingle All the Way was twenty-seven. Christmas with the Cranks twenty-three. Gremlins twenty-five. How do you put Gremlins that far down there? <laughs> I don't disagree. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Mickey's Christmas Carol twenty-two. That was a great one. Well, folks, that does it for Rank It With Tony. When we come back, we have a segment called Too Far. I'm Rob Burgundy. Folks, Hello. Don't, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Thursday, December 10th. 
Now, in this segment, uh, which we're calling Too Far, um, wanted to talk about parents who went a little too far and ended up getting shamed for it. Tony, can you think of a time when either your mom or your dad just, they went a little over the edge. Either they got too angry, um, their punishment was way beyond whatever you ended up doing. And, uh, you know, it's something that just sticks in your memory. Yeah, one time I clogged the pooper, just like uh, Eddie uh, from Christmas Vacation, and I tried and it overflowed, and I, I I couldn't stop it from the water from stopping, so I had to tell my mom, and then she was pissed, super pissed. Like <laughs> I get it now, but in the moment I didn't understand. Like I couldn't stop it, but as a kid, apparently you know who would have thought using a whole roll of toilet paper to wipe your butt would uh, clog up the a toilet causing it to overflow man it was overflowing and i i ran and i left it and my mom was so pissed like she was screaming that she took my mom had this skill and i wouldn't advise it if you're a parent but she had this skill like if she was pissed off at you and if she couldn't catch you because i've always been fast even when <laughs> i had man when i had man jobblies i was i was still able to run so when I was running, she would chuck stuff, and, and that thing had a knack for curving corners and hitting you. <laughs> like she threw a shoe, that thing like a boomerang. <laughs> she was she like chuck something at me. Yeah, I was running. I thought I was out the door, ready to jump out over the fence, and I was running. Get back here! <laughs> and, and I think it was a shoe. <laughs> she was like so, Angelina Jolie and wanted instead of bending bullets, yeah, she could bend shoes around the yeah, corner. It didn't matter. Like you go outside, it was like you go to run the fence. <laughs> So yeah, I just remember her going off the handle over an overflowed toilet. So, mom, yes, and then dad. Anytime he heard Limp Biscuit, it sent him in rage. <laughs> rage. I don't know if you've ever been at the house when he used to pound on the wall. Turn that bleep down. What is that crap? <laughs> like he would. Like I don't know what it was. He would leave you alone, but if you listen to Limp Biscuit, oh, it pissed him off. He hated Limp Biscuit. <laughs> you know, my dad. Uh... It was usually road trips. You know, we'd be on a road trip. It'd be me and my brothers in the back seat, and we'd do something annoying. And he did something we would call the claw. The claw. He'd reach back. Ooh, no one helps. The claw. <laughs> He'd reach back and and look for any knee. Of course, we you know trying to be avoiding it. And uh, any knee he grabbed, you know, would put you into this instant state of just paralysis, and it was terrifying. Damn, yeah. So, uh, yeah, that, that was always a fond memory of uh, something that was maybe a little traumatizing as a kid. But nonetheless, let's run down some uh, stories of parents who uh, went a little too far, ended up getting shamed for it. Inconceivable! Inconceivable! For instance, you have uh, this woman whose um, sister was talking with their mother who had just gone back into their lives about the sister's daughter about what to get her for Christmas. So the mother says, what does so-and-so want for Christmas? Does she still like Barbies? How about pony toys? Sister replies, she's not so much into the toys anymore. How about a new bike helmet? She likes playing outside. The mom says, I'm not getting a little girl a helmet. Which Barbies does she have send me pics? Sister says, mom, she doesn't play with them. Just don't want you to be upset if she doesn't like them. Mom says, she can say thank you. I did not raise you to raise ungrateful brats. Wow. The wow. sister says, I didn't say Drowses she I didn't say she wouldn't thank you, Mom. I said she might not play with them, which is the truth. She doesn't like dolls. Please don't get her any. They will go to waste. 
to which the mom replies back, if she's going to be a little bitch, then Nana won't get her anything. How about that? Wonder where she got that from. I'm sorry, that was rude. What does she want? The sister says, wow, you're done. Mom replies, no, I'm sorry. What does she want? And the sister replies back, you are a disgusting person person calling a child names. If you step foot on my property again, I will call the police. Ah, it's that time of year. <laughs> Christmas time. Time for cheer. <laughs> uh, moving on with uh, parents who went too far. I'm getting shamed for it. Inconceivable. Here's a post from a woman that says, my daughter scored 93% on her quiz. I'm very disappointed. Should I punish her? To which somebody replies back, having a parent like you is already punishment enough. Ouch. <laughs> 93%. That's an A. That is a solid A. Why would you punish that? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> All right. Uh, moving on uh, with parents who might have gone too far. Inconceivable. This person says, I feel like this applies for a lot of parents on here. If you suffered in life and you want other people to suffer as you did because you turned out fine, well, you did not, in fact, turn out fine. Um, yeah, you know, just because you were raised one way doesn't mean that you got to raise your kids that same way and put them through the same hell that you went through. It's hell, I say, damn it. <laughs> uh, speaking of parents that go too far, you know, some people have really strict parents. This person puts things strict parents think they're teaching you how to behave. What they're actually teaching you, how to listen for footsteps, how to appear busy, how to manipulate someone into calming down, how to lie on the spot. I think that could also be translated into an overbearing boss as well. Right. Man, there's some savages there. Woo. Yeah, yeah. You know, unfortunately, there is no prerequisite to become a parent. You know, it's, no. it's, and, and there's. All you gotta do is, I'm not gonna say it because it's kids that watch, but yeah, there's no prerequisite. We're just oh, gonna yeah. step there. Yeah, I'm not even gonna mention. We're not, <laughs> we're not gonna open anyone to those talks. Yeah. And there's really no instruction manual either. Yeah, you can read books, but th th that only gets you so far. Right. It's one of those things that, uh, you know, it, uh, you just do it. It's all instinct, anyways, right? Instinct, trial and error, asking questions. It's, I'm assuming I'm not a parent. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, as a manager, that's there's no rule book. There's no like training in that. It's a sink or swim. Figure it out. And <laughs> you, you do good things. You do bad things, and then you learn what you can and can't do. So exactly. Well, let's move on with parents who went too far. Inconceivable. Ooh. You know, WebMD, especially if you're looking at things for yourself, is one thing. If you're applying it to your kids or anything online as far as a treatment goes always still best to consult a medical professional. For instance, this person put, car pulled up with an unresponsive kid. I tubed him, we coded him for a good hour, never got him back. His mom stopped his asthma meds and was giving him essential oils from an article she read. The essential oil quacks killed a child today with no recourse, let that sink in. You know, their essential oils are great for certain things, but don't rely on them to be a major cure for something like even asthma. Come on, it cures it. If you smoke this, asthma will go away. It will disappear. I'm sure of it. <laughs> I read it on WebMD. I'm Dr. Cracky, and I know a thing or two about things on WebMD. <laughs> 
But while that last one was a little more on the serious side, this one's just ridiculous. Inconceivable! Says, Happy Mother's Day to the woman who called the cops on me when she didn't find me in my room sleeping in the middle of the night and thought I snuck out of the house. I was downstairs in the kitchen eating cereal. I was also 22 at the time. That makes sense. <laughs> it's funny, every time you hit that inconceivable, I literally see him. Like, I see his face and his bald head. I don't know the actor's name off the top of my head. I know you do because you have useless, useless knowledge there. Yeah, it's Wallace Shawn. Wallace John, see, you're good. Yeah, he just, I see him every time you press that. He's <laughs> right there. Right there. All right, let's move on with parents who went too far. Inconceivable! Says, my child will get privacy from me when they can, oh, sorry, my children will get privacy from me when they can pay their own bills and feed themselves. Until then, you do what I say. Ain't S negotiable. We're not friends. To which somebody replies, I haven't spoken to my mother in 10 years. Welcome to your future. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Is there anything like my uh, ex-mother-in-law? Woof, dude. She's mean. Yeah, you've yeah. met her. You know I ain't just saying that. She oh. was mean before she was my mother-in-law. I'm I'm convinced she was the spawn of Satan. Mm. Oh, it explains why she didn't have a relationship with any of her kids. Nope. Let's move on with uh, parents who went too far. Inconceivable. This one uh, says, I'm so sorry, everybody. I'm going to have to cancel my art raffle because my parents destroyed my art tablet. It's been smashed into pieces because I didn't get up on time this morning. I can't do art now. <laughs> one of the only things that I love, I can't even afford to replace it. Yeah, you know, anger issues are, are not the way to go. Not the way to take it out on your kids, especially for something like art, you know? Yeah. See, that's just losing it for no reason, yeah. <laughs> Hulk smash! All right, and then finally in Parents Who Have Gone Too Far. Inconceivable! Inconceivable? This oh, boy! <laughs> this parent, uh, probably also a Karen, just a headline that says, Woman complains patrol car is too hot during her arrest for leaving her child in a hot car. <laughs> People. Why? Yeah. Figure, yeah. Yeah. Don't leave your child in a hot car for one. And two, I, I, they should have cranked the heat up in there, left the windows up, left yeah. her to just smolder. Bad. I see that at work all the time. Like, I've seen the people that do a quick Costco run. Like, dude, it's not like a little gross. It's not like 7 Eleven and stuff where you're going in and out. Mm -hmm. But, like, you're going to Costco. I don't know why you would leave your kids in the car. We've had to call the cops. I've seen some stuff. No. Oh, I've seen terrible. a thing. I know a thing or two. It's kind of like the uh, We Are Farmers commercials. <laughs> In any case, folks, that does it for this segment of Too Hot. When we come back, we're headed into the final segment of the show. It is time for This Day in History. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back in a few. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. We are back, folks. It is the final segment of the show. This is the Christian the Phoenix. final countdown. <laughs> this is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Thursday, December 10th. 
Now, if you missed a portion of the show or you want to go back and catch up on any of the previous shows, it is easy enough to do so. Head over to phoenixmedia.us, click on the show's link, scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix radio show. From there, you can get video, you can get audio as well. You can see the video of Kerry King rocking out. While you're there, uh, be sure <laughs> to uh, see. I, I've lost my train of thought. Uh, you can I also threw you off of Kerry, man. You, you never know what I'm gonna throw in that damn video screen. At. Right. You can also get us on podcasts wherever you get your podcasts on Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor Breaker, TuneIn, iHeart, Doozer, Dozer, Geezer, Gozer. Are you a god? No. James Hetfield dooms us all. While you are there, be sure to subscribe. That way you always have the latest episode. Leave a review. Let us know what you think and tell your friends because why, Tony? Sharing is caring. So share that. Click subscribe. Share. Care Bear. Beep, beep, boop, care Bear Stare. Boop. Every time you say sharing is caring, I think of the little Care Bears. Care Bear Stare! This is the Phoenix Stare. Whoa! <laughs> In any case... As we like to do at the end of each show, we're going to drop a little knowledge on you. Hopefully make you laugh at the same time. It is time for This Day in History. Reversing the globe for the stories that turn the world on its head. It's This Day in History with your correspondent on the beat. Christian Phoenix. All right. Uh, kicking off with This Day in 1510. Boy, this is a little bit of a uh, Mad Libs. Hopefully I don't Filippo it too much. Muslim, the Muslim ruler. Do it, Doug! Muslim ruler of Gao, Yusuf Adil Shah, and his Ottoman allies surrender to Portuguese forces led by Alfonso de Albuquerque, who puts the Muslim population to the sword. I don't know what that means. Put them to the sword. <sighs> Sorry, got for that. I assume that uh, being back in the 1500s, uh, if you didn't agree with something, your head was probably chopped off. Because that's what I like to do. His head. Language. Fatality. You know what I think I'm going to do? I've, I've got the soundboard right here. And I think after each little story, I might just press a random one. I don't know what <laughs> Russian uh, roulette, baby. Well, 10 years later, this day in 1520, Martin Luther publicly burns papal edict demanding he recant. Obviously, he was the founder of the Lutheran sect of the uh, Christian religion. Christian mingle. Toasty! Oh, there you go. Beat you to the punch, Tone. You did. I was like, wait, that's... You're on the same page. <laughs> Whatever I pressed didn't go. This day in 1684, Isaac Newton's derivation of Kepler's laws from his theory of gravity contained in the paper De Motu Corporum in Gyrum, pretty sure I just summoned a, a demon, uh, is read yeah. to the Royal Society by Edmund Haley. Boy, you've got both uh, the Haley's Comet guy and... The gravity guy all in one it's that's amazing that's mind blown that's inception <laughs> there is no gun there is only zoom <laughs> there is no dana there's only zoom sorry <laughs> moving on this day in 1884 this guy's got a local connection to us the adventures of huckleberry finn by mark twain is first published in the uk and canada and then uh came out in february of the following year due to a printing error here in the U.S. I wonder what that printing error was. <laughs> that's that's what happened with it. You know, when you have to put it back in the fridge, it wasn't ready for release, so you have to make sure it's back out. So thanks, Sly. Fair enough. This day in 1898, the Treaty of Paris, which ended the Spanish-American War, is signed by U.S. President McKinley. 
The U.S. acquires the Philippines, Puerto Rico, and Guam. I didn't realize that we owned the Philippines at one point. Weird. I didn't know. Yeah. That's crazy. Didn't know that. that is... Why the hell did my grandma and my mom have to get a green card then? My guess is that uh, they probably gained their independence sometime shortly after that. Yeah. I guess it's kind of like when you think of... Uh... Uh, you like down in the Virgin Islands, like there's the U.S. Virgin Islands, and then the then uh, Britain owns the other one, right? Yeah. Or England owns the other. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You know, Puerto Rico, Guam, they're territories of the U.S., but they're not a state. Yeah. All right. Let's move on. This day in 1901, and actually today seems to be Nobel Prize Day because there are a ton of Nobel Prize winners. So I'll run down a few of the more notable ones, starting off with the very first Nobel Prize in physics awarded to Wilhelm Röntgen for his discovery of X-rays. He can see inside. Röntgen. Actually, X-ray is very useful to this day. So that's that's still very well used. So that's a that's a good one. Definitely earns it. Yep. I'll give him a thumbs up. Nobel Prize in 1903 to Pierre and Marie Curie for their study of spontaneous radiation, of which they ultimately died from. Wee oui, wee oui, woo woo, I give you a thumbs down. <laughs> uh, this day in 1906, U.S. President Theodore Roosevelt is the first American to win the Nobel Peace Prize. Teddy's badass, so. We'll, we'll give him a thumbs up. And if you didn't know, that's how we got the teddy bear as well. Really? It is. Yeah. We just made Teddy cool. He's the, you know, he's the coolest Teddy since Teddy Ruxpin. <laughs> teddy Bridgewater. <laughs> you he know, had the talking bear. Somewhere I still, uh -huh. I still have a Teddy Ruxpin somewhere. Do you? Oh yeah. That's creepy, dude. That thing's probably got like an eyeball like hanging out. Question, why don't you play with me? There is no cassette in my back. <laughs> I will kill you at night. He's actually still in pretty good condition. Uh, all I remember He's... is putting in Guns N' Roses into the back and making him sing along with Axel, which was pretty cool. That's pretty funny. Yeah, the, the whole you could cheat and put the tape in there. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> uh, moving on with Nobel Prize in this day in history. This day in 1922, Danish physicist Niels Bohr is awarded the Nobel Prize for physics. Apparently, Danish? <laughs> Apparently he wasn't much of a bore. No, he, he just was not. A little Danish friend. I'm sorry. I, sorry I put that one on you folks. All right. Yeah. Uh, Way to go. Way to go, Ahun. Here's something I may have done if I could go back in time. This day in 1935, the A's sell Jimmy Fox to the Red Sox for $150,000. That's it. Oh, you could just sell players? That, that's crazy. No, they sell. I'll sold... show you my player, Jimmy Fox, Rule 50. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and uh, obviously it's not Jamie Fox, the actor, Electro, but. Uh... That's funny. You want to get your skin in the game? You can join now on MGM Bets. That's all I ever see Jamie Fox on anymore. I watch a lot of YouTube, obviously, when I get home. A lot of uh, sports highlights, uh, just different things. Um, it's, how I, it's how I unwind when I get home. And uh, he, I swear to God, his ad is on every five seconds for Seriously. MGM sports bed. And yeah, he's walking around in front of the Bellagio. It's time to get some skin in the game. I'll be back <laughs> as Electro. And I won't be all blue this time. Hey, he probably got paid well. Let's move on this day in history, this day in 1963. Yesterday's birthday boy and uncle of a former guest of ours, six-year-old Donny Osmond, singing debut on the Andy Williams show. I bet he still had them really pearly whites then, too. 
Oh, I'm sure. Dude's got like more sexy white teeth than Juan Pablo. No big deal. I sexy white teeth all the days. (laughs) And it's funny. Donny Osmond, very good. Because if you hear him as a little kid, he was certainly the white man's answer to the Jackson Five. I mean, it was. Yeah. Almost exactly the same. You could interchange them, but uh, you know. yeah. <laughs> Let's move on this day in 1978. Superman the movie, directed by Richard Donner and starring Christopher Reeve, Marlon Brando, Gene Hackman, and Margot Kidder, premieres at the Uptown Theater in Washington, D.C. And of course. I can't unsee Kidder from Family Guy. She <laughs> mentioned it, I think, that Family Guy episode. Just YouTube it if you don't know what I'm talking about. She is known to have gone a little off the rails. Yeah, family guy. All right. This day in 1991, Howard Spira sentenced to two and a half years in prison for trying to extort money from Yankees owner George Steinbrenner. It's a name mm. you don't hear too often George anymore. Costan- George Costanda thwarted that whole thing when he was working with uh, Steinbrenner. Exactly. <laughs> uh, another film premiered this day in 2001, The Fellowship of the Ring, Lord of the Rings film, directed by Peter Jackson, starring Elijah Wood and Ian McKellen, premieres in London. We recently went back and watched that series. Rosses, fuck the little hobbits. Yes. 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 And then finally, this day in 2016, going back to the Nobel Prize and probably one of my least favorite musicians of all time, Bob Dylan is awarded the Nobel Prize for Literature at a ceremony he does not attend in Stockholm. Here you go. You make like a tree and get out of here. Right. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I could have done that or I could have done the fart one for you since it was Bob Dylan. So, I'm Bob Dylan. All right. Thanks to Bob Dylan. And folks, we are headed into the final minute of the show. Let's run down some of today's holidays, shall we? Holiday! Celebrate! As we mentioned today, Christian took a day to celebrate. As we mentioned today is Nobel Prize Day, which makes sense. Nobel Prize today. It is Dewey Decimal System Day. I like Huey, Dewey, and Louie on Ducktales. It is National Logger Day. I think after the show, I, I need one of those. Sherwood style. It is Human Rights Day. Damn right, every day. You're right. And finally, it is Festival for the Souls of Dead Whales Day. So, uh. Festivus. Oh, whales. That means you're going whale hunting, right? <laughs> when you don't, when you go whaling. Yeah. I found that out from the young kids yesterday. Whaling. You have to honor. You up with the big gal. Honor their souls. Folks, that does it for our Thursday show. We'll be back tomorrow with a brand new show and good news, everyone. Enjoy your Thursday. We'll see you tomorrow.